you're listening to the Multiverse Podcast. Today, Harley Quinn. Slightly switch gears here because while we're talking about Batman the Animated Series, huh. we I would like to just kind of leap in here with just a little acknowledgement that we've lost Kevin Conroy and unfortunately we've also lost Arlene Sorkin. So the one and, I mean, Tara Strong does a great job. There's absolutely mm-hmm. no denying it. I think uh, Katie, what's her name? The Big Bang Girl. Oh, that wait, wait, it was uh, uh, Katie Cole. Kaylee Cole. Big Bang does, If I say Big Bang Girl, current. everyone will she, know. She does that. I think she does a fine job. Yeah. Um, I think Melissa Rauch. Rauch, Rauch in that one movie, then that's a show. That really is a show all on its own. We're, we're Nightwing and Harley. Uh, yeah. A little roll in the hang. It's yeah. all just a horrible, horrible dream. Um, I actually think. Uh, no, no, I, I did. I disliked the Killing Joke movie more than that because at least um, I watched the Melissa Roach thing all the way through to the end. My kids loved it, but again, that's another show. But Arlene Sorkin is gone, and uh, the good Mister Scott and I were having a conversation about this uh, the other day. That um, the because uh, Scott asked, he sort of asked me this question without asking me it, which is very. Which is which is brilliant that you can do this. You have no idea what I'm talking about. No, you know. But we'll get. I, I say so many things I don't remember anyhow. That that's um, there you go. And this, the question kind of was: um, so who is your Harley? So when you think of Harley Quinn, hmm. who is your Harley? Because there have been these very different versions of that character, and because again, and this goes back to the conversation that we I think we had in one of our previous podcasts. Where, we, where somebody, I think, I forget which one of you it was, who said that the superior Spider-Man that was, me. was yeah. somebody's <laughs> first Spider-Man. Yeah. So if they've been printed on that version of the character, when they get to Peter Parker, it's going to be, well, this Spider-Man's a complete yeah. joke. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Spider-Man that I started reading, he's smart, ruthless. He'd got his, you know crap together he had it going on this guy's an absolute loot he can't even hold on to the redhead um but uh but for harley quinn there, there are these very differing you know uh, uh things and i know mine and and we get an opportunity to to talk about that um but i'm gonna fire it straight over to you young man because i want to know who's your harley quinn well remember batman animated series was Prime time for me. Okay. There so, we go. Mr. J. Mr. J. Yeah. Mr. J. Yeah, the classic uh, animated series Harley is probably mine. I do like what Margot Robbie did with the character. I, I think it's fun. What is it about Margot Robbie's interpretation that you liked? I like her. Um, she, I think she plays the devil may care attitude really well. She does that really well. And I'm. Mo- I'm different than most people in that i really liked in the suicide squad i loved the um the way that they managed the harley joker relationship and sort of this the way that he like how twisted that relationship is and how he manipulated her in such a way that she had this sort of almost addiction to him right yeah i i liked that i actually liked that because i think that's more realistic like if, if you have like a narcissistic person that's that's really you know twisting the the partner that they're with and that the 
psychosis that you would expect from Joker. There are bad guys in the world that do this to women. Right. And that's how things end up. You know. So going to come back to that in a minute. Yeah. Because you're setting me up beautifully. Okay. But that's yes. Okay. So no, you that I think that works. That that Harley Quinn mm-hmm. under my works because of the in many respects because of the nature of the Joker in that movie because right. that they are you, you almost you can't well you can't have a Harley Quinn without a Joker. Because the whole reason that Harley Quinn is Harley Quinn is because of the Joker. Whether now to what degree that's going to depend on which Harley Quinn you like. Yeah. But you cannot. Harley Quinn doesn't exist in a universe. I don't know. As far as I know, she doesn't exist in any in any universe where she just came up with all of this on her own. Mm-hmm. I mean, there might. I know they've done a couple of those crazy black label uh, books. Maybe in one of those, but who are we kidding? Well, the it's, Joker Harley uh, black label book. Yeah. It it took what they kind of started to work on in the uh, in Suicide Squad. We got bits and pieces of it, right? And it's a it's a full out, beautifully illustrated story. Incredible, mm. so good. I, but it, it plays into that whole into that it. whole relationship. Sort of that. Um, oh gosh, the the bank robbers from the thirties, the uh, Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, okay. Bonnie, okay. Sort of a Bonnie and Clyde thing, but. Okay. Where Bonnie was sort of enraptured with with and, Clyde the whole time, right? And and Stephen and you know invoked some thoughts in me after after we had this discussion about this Harley. I, and I, well, I'm going to ask you that question as well, Scott. Okay. Well, when I started kind of pulling back together, and it, and when he said Bonnie and Clyde, it just it just triggered me because it's it's almost. What version of the Joker and Harley's relationship are we getting? Yes. Is it the is it the severe and the David Akers? I'm still going to group it into the Snyder verse and forgive me. It's really not. Oh no, I think I think do that's we, fair. Do we get? Are we getting that? Because while you needed that kind of Joker to get Margot's Harley, I'm not a fan of that Joker. That portrayal, portrayal yeah, joke. Love it, the, it, like, it, gangster, that, like it's, but it also it fit that world. Yes, which which leads more to where you're going with that. Yeah. Um, but then in the comics, you get Frank Cho's right. Harley Quinn. Then yeah. you get the Palomares Harley Quinn, which is trying to be a detective. Right, the crazy was tapped down. But then you get the slapstick. Then you get the new Fifty Two, where they they crammed her into Suicide Squad for uh, not Frank Cho, Terry Dodson. Terry Dodson, thank you. Cho did the B covers. Yes, that's, that's right. where I'm going. That's it. And, and Sorry. that's why it sticks in my head is Cho did those covers, oh, yeah. and and the, instead of the Gnork book of those covers, you should have a Frank Cho covers of Harley. It's Quinn. the one good thing that happened out of uh, I guess Frank Cho's time on Wonder Woman. Yeah, but that's that, another show. That's it. <laughs> um, but there. It is. It is another example in the Bat Universe. Is that there are very different versions of what Harley is because yes. because the 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 Joker girlfriend Harley is not a government sniper. No, but she fit what they did in the movies because I just I just need someone. I just need. A, I got a big bowl of spaghetti. And I'm going to throw it at this problem and hope that Rick Flag solves it. Right. I don't care if any of them make it. Right. Then you jump to the. 
you know, New 52 and then the next Suicide Squad. And, and, and now Harley's become a staple of the Suicide Squad universe, more than Flag. You, you, you know, Rick Flag stays dead a quarter of the time. The, 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 the two to three you can count on in the Suicide Squad is Harley Quinn, Deadshot, and Captain Boomerang. Maybe now Killer Croc. He seems to pop up time to time. Right. Shark guy. The shark, yeah. He's getting more popular. Well, yeah, shark. It, it's, it's, <laughs> and then the... Um, but what's the guy with the Peacemaker? Peacemaker, yeah. Peacemaker, John, he's locked in. John Cena. We'll just say that. His show is Because now when I think of Black Adam, I only think of The Rock, too. So I want The Rock and Peacemaker just for the WWE reunion. The big smackdown. Yeah. You haven't but, seen Peacemaker yet? No. Oh, my oh, yeah, Lord. You, you got to stop. Yeah, like, I, don't watch anything else. Watch that. nothing else until you see Peacemaker. It, and, it's, it, look, everything it's going so on in the world, you need some lowbrow stuff. I, yeah, but I'm... See... That's on another show. I, so did you guys like James Gunn's Suicide Squad? Uh, did not like the second one for sure. I liked the first one. Okay, I, the, most I, people don't, but I, I did. I, I I'm split. Right. I liked how he did Rick Flag versus what the first one was. Right. Because that's more my Rick Flag. Harley stayed the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't need rip off Will Smith. Um, running around as Bloodshot. I, right, I don't okay. need that. I liked the actual Will Smith. Uh, I, I did like the actual Will Smith. Um, I I liked the representation. Will Smith's look. Yeah, that's what that's that's right in them calling right there. Um, Easy, Tiger. I liked Starro because I didn't think anyone was ever going to pull that off. Yeah, and, no, that's and, true. And, and I liked the supporting staff. Yes. Um, and I liked the fact that at the very beginning they brought back some characters from the other movie and did what you should do with the Suicide Squad movie and slaughter. Yeah, that was. That, but as yeah. far as it, it's a it's a, it's, a, it's another one of these it's a DC, rough movie. It, it's another one of these DC movies that you know that whoever's putting it together and sorry Mr. Gunn um, you don't really understand you think you understand the property and you were given a pile of crap to deal with because this was your job interview for what you're going to be doing <laughs> with the rest yeah. I, don't, I don't care what what and and I, ho- I hope you can pull it off hope you can pull it off but but going back to Harley in the comic world, and the the seventy five issue run that just wrapped up, mm-hmm. that was my favorite car, comic Harley because that right. rang truer than you're talking it, about the Palmiotti and Pal- Color one. Yes, okay. right. Well, it wrapped yeah wrapped up and you know had punchline in it there at the end. Uh, those variant covers. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. That 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 was my favorite Harley comic. Okay. interpretation of her because I'm the only way I can get the original is the Batman animated comics and they those are they do season one and stop season two so I, right. I get her a little bit there that's my f- kind of favorite right you know, very eclectic I almost just treat them I stealing this from you that's a different universe yeah that's, I that, think that, you that, have that, to. that because the Harley I'm getting now with the ongoing series that's ridiculous. I mean, that that you're trying to take it too far into the silly slapstick. So I've kind of given up on that. I, I, it's been about six months that I've read the Harley and Ivy book. No, the, no, the, the no, current the, one the, that's the, going the current on. Harley Quinn Monthly. Uh, uh, I, yeah. I don't love Harley, so I don't pick up yeah. any of her books. Okay. I, I, well, and well, I'll since, thumb through it. Yeah, since Rebirth. Yeah. Because when 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 they started to to use her in New Fifty Two, 
choosing suicide squad first mm -hmm. and um i forget the name, i forget the guy who wrote that um it's gone um i think i think the first trade is like kicked in the teeth or something like that hmm. and um she's she's psychotic she's a dangerous psychotic and so yeah stick you know stick a bomb in her neck and uh let her go out and do jobs for amanda waller and uh, that makes perfect sense works for me a adam glass adam glass thank you very much um the costume there was a, a change in the costume um which i think really kind of played into the tna aspects of the character uh that weren't necessarily there to begin with and the new and played into the new 52 world they were trying to something but, yeah, different yeah something different yeah something trashy because uh, I'm sure there's another show that we can discuss uh, the treatment of um, Starfire and uh, 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 and that in the New 52. I'm specifically talking about the Red Hood and the Outlaws, not the Palmiata well, they put, and uh, 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 Connor miniseries. Which was but with New 52, they gave Wonder Woman more clothes. They gave her pants. Didn't they? Yeah. Mm, no, no, no. That was before. That was before. Oh, okay. That was, I think, when... Oh, I forget. I forget who was writing it. Yeah. Oh, Wonder Woman got pants. No, no, not with New Fifty Two because in her New Fifty Two story was the Brian Azzarello and Cliff uh, Chang uh, thing with the Greek gods, which that was like one of the only things I liked about the New Fifty Two. That was that was pretty good stuff. That's why I stopped reading, by the way. Ah, we New, missed out. Then. Yeah, I I stopped it. I was so mad because I had built up this lore, like. Uh, you know, I knew these characters. It's like watching a soap opera for years and years and years. And you know all the stories and what happened. And they restarted. So yeah. none of the stuff I ever read mattered. Right. Nothing counted. I was so pissed. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'm done. But you Then you got to experience what it was like when Crisis hit. Yeah. Because that's kind of what happened then as well. It's like, oh, shoot. And so it's but, no more of two but, or three. But, but, you know, at least they brought in some, tech, some talented creators at the time. Like, you know. If you had to take my Wonder Woman away, at least you gave me George Perez yeah. rebooting it. It uh, was a different world. It, it was. It, it was. It, it and then there's some talented people in New 52 as well. But yes, you, 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 you had a lot more not. Um, oh, yeah. I, 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 an insane amount of not. Um, the rebirth was better because there was some much. Like the Aquaman take on Rebirth was really good. I thought. Anyway, we're getting far from Harley. Yeah, so we're going to right. yeah, circle back to. So yeah, Quinn. so Harley Quinn, uh, New Fifty Two. There you go. And then they have this. Oh gosh, it was such a wonderful thing. You've got uh, Connor and Palmiotti launch uh, a Harley Quinn book with. Is it John Timms? I think or not. I think. Um, which was funny and irreverent and wacky and silly and all the things you kind of expect to be done with Harley Quinn uh, as a character. Um, and it's not really got anything to do with the main DC universe, which is even better. <laughs> they stick her on Coney Island. There's lots of dead beaver jokes. And, and it's just, it's a wonderful run. And I think because they were able to end it, that's like, okay, that, that works really well. But it's still not my Harley because it's it's something different. Um, and it's I don't know, it's just it's 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 a different voice, and that is okay. We've talked in previous podcasts about there are some characters 
who I really think you can't you can't step away from the characterization, the pre-established characterization. You, you, you're just going to make a, a mess or a mockery or both. Captain America, Superman are the two that, that I gave as examples. Obviously, with Harley Quinn, I think you can do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it brings up this interesting question, which is what Scott and I were talking about. My Harley Quinn, just as you, animated series. I, got, mm-hmm. I hear Arlene Sorkin's voice mm-hmm. and the way that that relationship plays out. But here's the interesting thing. And it ties in with what you were saying about Margot Robbie, is that Harley Quinn in Batman the Animated Series, I don't really view her as being in a in an abusive relationship. And I, I'm I'm hopefully what I'm trying to to say here comes across well, because the last thing I want is anyone to hear this and thinking that I'm somehow advocating for abuse. Absolutely not. But just the way it plays out. I mean, yes, of course, it's an abusive relationship, but not like Jared Leto's relationship with Margot... Uh, I almost said Margot Kidder. Robbie. Uh, that, in Dick another Mike. universe, yeah, Margot you know, Kidder was Harley Quinn. Um, and how awesome would that have been? Um, that is like abuse, clear... I mean, he, I, I'm going to hurt you bad, or whatever, yeah. with the electrodes, and it's all just, oh, my gosh... Really, in the animated series, the the worst that you really see, to my memory, um, which is in the um, the Mad Love story, is that you've got Harley and yeah, Harley's in the pink uh, uh, nighty, and she's you know the Joker's there at the table, and he's got his tongue sticking out. And he's trying, but he's got his box of crayons and his paper, and he's trying to draw some new death trap that he can get Batman in. It's driving him insane. He can't focus. And Harley jumps on the table in in her in her underwear again. Can't can't huh. uh, uh, underemphasize that enough. Yeah, children's cartoon, by absolutely. The way. Oh my gosh, standards yeah. and practice must have a field day with it. <laughs> and she does the the great line about you know you want to rev up your Harley. Oh man, it's so good. <laughs> and the Joker. He's, he gets this look on his face. It's a moment of exasperation. And it's also a moment where part of that exasperation, part of that frustration has to be that he is genuinely tempted hmm. to stop what he's doing, even though that is the most important thing to him. We know this is a joker. He's plotting the demise of Batman. But for a moment there, he has to be tempted by this. Because she wouldn't do it if it hadn't worked previously. Right. That's my take on it. It doesn't. He ends up throwing her down the stairs and she's down there commiserating with the hyenas still in the aforementioned pink negligee. Um, but it's the fact that there's this... It's just this wonderfully comical moment where you... Anyone who's ever been trying to work on something and has been distracted by their partner on on that level the why don't you come and play with me you know that kind of a thing mm-hmm. you you know like i've really got to get this work done you know i have to get this work done you're not playing fair this is re- and it's 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 this almost sort of delightful conflict of yes of course i want to go and play with you and yes boys and girls we i'm using play as a euphemism here I want to go, you know, 
I could go back to shipping. I was using it I mean, earlier or, or whatever. I mean, but maybe they're talking about Legos. You don't know. That's that's, that's very true. You know, there, isn't there like some in one of the cartoons or something where there's I brought the whoopee cushion? I don't remember. Anyway, um, but it's and then of course yeah he throws it downstairs. But there's something about the relationship between the Joker and Harley Quinn. I never fear for Harley's life in the animated series. Mm-hmm. The thing is as dehumanized as the Joker may be and as psychotic as the Joker may be, I never watched that show and I never felt that Harley's just within a breadth of death because one day the Joker's going to get bored with her and he's, and that'll be it. I never got that sense at all. There's some, somehow Harley Quinn got under the Joker's skin. So whatever affection he is capable of, she has she's captured and the 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 equation that i put to it and it's and 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 i oh God, jason i love you because you set me up perfectly <laughs> for this because you you compared them in that uh in that movie view with with jared leto and and, and margot robbie uh this bonnie and clyde relationship mm-hmm. when it comes to the animated series I actually view them. They're Desi Arnaz and Lucille Ball. Yeah, they do that well. That's 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 I could actually, and in some other multiverse, I firmly believe that Desi Arnaz got to play the Joker and Lucille Ball got to play Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. And it's I love Lucy on acid, and I would absolutely have adored to be able to watch that because that's the nature of their relationship. Yeah. How many times in I Love Lucy was uh, was was Ricky? trying to work on something you know he's 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 got a tough gig at the you know the at the club tonight and he's got to work on it and lucy is doing something crazy with a vacuum cleaner or she's just you know he was writing out music and she accidentally screwed that up and turned it into a fire lighter and it's you know and he rattles off a staccato of cuban Mm -hmm. and and lucille does a you know, but that's it. That's that's that relationship right there. That's exactly what it is, because you never. The Lucy makes Ricky's life a living hell sometimes, but I never believe that Ricky's like you know one of these days Ricky's just gonna beat the living crap out of her because yeah, yeah. I've had enough. But I never got that sense with the Joker as well. Yeah. Um, all the injuries that Harley sustains in that cartoon are very much byproducts. They're not necessarily directly from although i think there is one cartoon where like there's a bomb and the joker is like bye you know he's gonna leave her i think you're thinking about that was the first one they kaylee cuoco no Sir, no there is well, there well, is they did that in that one too where she le- he, he leaves her on a boat yeah and he's waving and no, and that's an abusive relationship yeah. that i i see the the abuse there and it and it and it bleeds in with with that version of the the character but Arlene Sorkin, I was reading uh, um, the, uh, um, what do you call it when somebody passes away? Obituary. Obituary, thank you. Suffer on that all night. I can remember the stupid lines in that Killing Joke song, but I can't remember the the word obituary. And the the Mandela effect, of course. Um, (laughs) 
Well, so, you know, you just don't have time to put. You don't have time to store all those pedestrian words like obituary. So you just push those out of the hard drive. And the, the best ob- thing is, mate, is that you just use the word pedestrian in a context that I absolutely would have used it in. So that's fantastic. <laughs> um, is that they were talking about how I think it was when Arlene talking because she she went to college with Paul Dini, and so Paul Dini kind of developed this character around Arlene Sorkin. Hmm. And uh, she was in the car going to the, um, you know, to the job interview, basically, you know. Audition. Audition, thank you. Another word that escaped me. And she sang um, Adelaide's Lament from Guys and Dolls. So here's a bit of homework for you kids. Mm-hmm. When you get done with this podcast, go queue up Apple Music or go on YouTube or something like that. What you really want to hear is the Faith Prince recording, the original stage recording of Guys and Dolls. And listen to Adelaide's Lament, and you hear that, and it's like, oh, I can completely see where she got that character from. This kind of helium, ditzy woman, but there's a depth there, there's a pain there, but it's kind of come, that pain is kind of coming out in a ridiculous perspective. And it's like, Oh, yeah, and I'm so glad that I learned this now and not then, because 30 years ago, I would be watching animated series with, like, oh, this is almost a definition of what Harley Quinn is is, is kind of yeah. like. But I heard that, and I'm like, I know that movie. Hold on a second. And I went and played it. And was like, oh, my God, yeah, it's right there. Yeah. And it's brilliant. And it's the the the, the slapstick humor, the, the funny... Again, my favorite line, and only only Arlene Sorkin could have delivered this, is when Harley... I forget what the setup is, but Arlene... They're talking about Harley Quinn, and, and Harley Quinn goes, and I'm not even a real blonde. And it just lands so well, as do... Again, we talked about it in the last podcast, her playing the Amazing Grace on the kazoo while the Joker's giving this eulogy. That Harley Quinn, that type of Harley Quinn, works very, very well with that Joker. That Harley Quinn, let's say, with Jared Leto's Joker, there's or Grant Morrison's version of the Joker. I mean, there's a, um, I don't remember the issue, six. Uh, it's in the it's in the low six hundreds. There's a text issue in in Morrison's Batman Run. It's the clown cries at midnight or the clown dies at midnight or something like that. There's a, oh, we got the omnibuses right here. We got the omnibuses right here, yeah. Actually, it might even be in one of these. Um, the uh, It's a text issue. And John Van Fleet did spot illustrations. Hmm. And it's where we get the idea, Morrison's take on the Joker, which is he's got a super... Fo- he's not, Actually, the Joker's not insane. He's not crazy. <laughs> Joker is suffering from a form of super sanity, which pushes him past the confines of what we understand sanity and insanity to be. And because of that, he changes. He's, he's, in this, he's locked in this metamorphosis, which is why sometimes you get a joker who's playful. Sometimes you get a joker who's sadistic. Sometimes you get a joker who's you know something else. And he goes through these changes, and every time he does, that Joker's worldview changes around him. So the previous hmm. kind of charming, roguey gangster, I need a, you know, every good gangster needs a mole. 
Okay. I don't think I've run any, ran any product ideas by Tim, but just for like. Sorry, my thing just. Uh, and 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 this podcast is brought to you by whatever that was. Yeah. Um, is that that you could see Harley Quinn with that Joker, but when you get to Grant Morrison's thin white Duke of Death Joker, okay. which is which is where the Joker suddenly looks like he's you know, part of the cast of of Hellraiser, that Harley Quinn is going to be killed, hmm. like everyone else yeah. because it's all about the death it's got to be in the first volume yeah um so what makes the harley work whichever version of harley you're, you're looking at actually has and i know this sounds like it's a disservice to the character and i don't mean it that way at all but it really also depends on what kind of joker made her that harley quinn or what kind of joker contributed to that harley quinn because if you think about that suicide squad movie Murder Doof, as Gail Simone so brilliantly called him, Murder Doof, with his damaged tattoo on his bloody forehead and his grills. Um, <laughs> number one. He was Batman number 663. 663. Okay. Um, check it out. If, if you, if you want to read a really interesting Batman story, but it's, 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 it's prose. It's not, it's not a comic book. There are spot illustrations in it. But they published it in the issue. It's it's quite a chilling, it's quite a chilling kind of a creepy ass story actually, but there's no way that I could see Arlene Sorkin's Harley Quinn putting up with Jared Leto's Joker for a second. She wouldn't even it, there would be no attraction. Yeah, he's a monster. Mister J is charming. Right. Yeah, she would. She'd be out. She'd be out. Yeah, she's so, not interested. It, it, in that. No. So, what what Harley Quinn you like? Is really going to be influenced, I think, by what jo- what Joker and did, did you care? So, did I like Marco Robbie's Harley Quinn in the movies? No, because I couldn't get away from looking at her like you're an abused woman and somebody should be helping you. <laughs> that's, that is that's actually what Angela said. She Your goes, wife. Why didn't some? Yeah, my wife. Yeah. Why didn't somebody help her? Yeah. So why doesn't no, somebody don't, help her? Don't stick this poor woman in a prison. Don't stick a bomb in her neck and have a guard on wacky adventures in sparkly hot pants. Yeah. This woman needs help and and she's troubled. And this this poor girl, she's clearly suffering from Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. She's clearly been abused. I couldn't find that word, thank you. Stockholm there you go. syndrome. Yeah. We're just knocking it's not them that out today. Space on the hard drive so, there. It's vocabulary yeah, right. builder, kids. Just Yeah, that's it. Um, the more you know. Yeah. That's one <laughs> yeah. to grow on. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't like it at all. I love Margot Robbie, and I think she does a great job at what she does. But I do not like that Harley Quinn. Yeah. Because I'm like, I can't, I can't laugh at this. I can't think, this isn't fun, this isn't sexy, this isn't cute. This is, a, this is an abused woman. This is an abusive relationship. So we had a guy in the shop yesterday, and he was looking for the life-sized Harley Quinn, one-to-one statue. And... Um, we can't order them anymore. We used to be we. There was a time when we could order that from right. from Diamond, and um, this guy he's he's super into Harley. Like he has a he's wearing a Harley shirt. I think he has a tattoo, but he like he's super into Harley, um, and he's a maker of sorts. And he's made a replica gun of her. You know, big revolver. Yeah, he's made he's made a replica. He actually has two that he's made. And he wanted the life-size Harley. I was, but he was totally into Harley. It was that Harley. It was the animated Harley. And, right. 
And he was like, it's, it's in the original costume, right? The original costume, yes. The, the, the gesture, costume. the, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. you know, before she actually had bleached skin. And, you know, anyway. So there you go. That's that's my two minutes. Some people love her. I, I personally don't love her. I think she's okay. I don't think she is deserve your own book okay. Like, if you can't consistently keep a Joker book, how is it that you're you got his sidekick consistently having a book? Well, I, I would I would take that argument to the nth degree and say I don't think you should ever have a Joker book because the Joker should be the Joker should be a force of nature that you bump into in a dark, creepy alley. Not I don't, I don't need to read about the adventures of it's that Dracula well, thing. Well, so but see, this I'm tracking this. You're tracking with me exactly. Yeah, but see, I don't think the Joker's best henchman needs a book. No, and that's why I, I completely agree with you. I, yeah. I didn't follow the Terry Dodson run, gorgeous art, but I'm like, no, it's I don't yeah. I don't want to see that. I want to I want I kind of want to keep that one special. But I did read the Connor Palmiotti run yeah. because I trusted them from the work that they did on uh, Power Girl and I think the Pro. Uh, so I, I know they've got a wicked sense of humor and they're a lot of fun. So I'm yeah. like, oh, I'll give this a go, and it was great. But also, it was not mired in any continuity at all. It just kind of exists on its own yeah. plane. And and I don't think, when I look at a lot of the Harley iteration, you know, they're not trying to put her up on a pedestal. They're not they're not playing her as a, a criminal either that is seeking any kind of redemption art. It's I almost treat it as a here's Harley having another wacky day. Yeah. You know, and and oh, and just uh, that just happens to be explosions. Because um, mm-hmm. because sometimes. It's fun just to read a book like that, yeah, and and then be able just to pitch it on the pile and be done with it. But, yeah. Har, Har, so like the the beginning of Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, that movie, yeah, the beginning of that movie, that was a pretty fun Harley to watch. Like that when you were talking about sandwich. like yeah. Harley having a wacky day and there's explosions. Oh yeah, that, I mean that's that's actually what that, that was cute. The that, that, that whole Mont- was. Montoya got out a Joker. She's broken up with the Joker, and here it is. Yeah, and, uh, yeah that that was that was a little fun. It, Go on with what you were saying. I, I lost my train of thought. I, I was I, well. I originally was saying I just don't. I like I'm not sure why Harley has Harley's headlining three movies. I haven't been able to get three good Batman movies, three good Superman movies, but I've got three Harley Quinn headlined movies because she taps into because Margot Robbie's a good actress. Well, yeah, she's a, she's a good actress. I but mean, it's, that, I mean, w- whether it's a good movie or not is is separate. I don't know. I think there's there's kind of there's a bit and, of a riot girl quality yeah. to her. There's uh, she's you know there's some danger yeah. there. There's yeah. well. You know, I, I will say, and, and, and she looks you, good in your, your, your daughters may have opinions. I know what my grandkids, there's a chunk of them that, you know, they experienced Harley in the Justice League Bruce Tim cartoon mm-hmm. just once. And I got to see her mm-hmm. pop up there. Right. And, you know, Batman animated series. Um, Reruns. They didn't get. They you know wasn't like us getting to see it right when it popped up, but there was something that grabbed. It's another one of those. It's a generational thing. Something where they grabbed onto. She stood up to the abusive. She got away from the guy. She right. got away. And and for us as three males, we don't know 
Yeah. We don't, we don't know that journey. No. And and they've, you know, let's they've turned her from a wacky Joker ex-girlfriend to now she's with Poison Ivy and that that resonates sure. with a whole other group that and I, and I applaud I applaud right. that but it, it's never going to be a story that I'm going to be able to go yes I know what what they're feeling I know yeah, what they're she, going through she took I, back her power I, yeah I, I don't know anything about that but I think that's great so there when three men are sitting here going I don't know why they keep cranking it out deep down we're all like yeah Margot Robbie in the hot pants we'll buy that on I me mean, because it did turn the convention circuit into every other female was a cosplaying Harley Margot Robbie hollow Harley right. Quinn I can't tell you how many pudding collars I yes. found on the ground oh, you know, know, know just <laughs> all over the place so, so it's another it's another one of those I don't I don't know if we're meant to know well I I don't I well, don't know I think I think it's this is definitely a it, it lives in the the eye of the beholder yeah. moments I absolutely too but I've got I've got two thoughts for you on this um, the first thought is, is that this actually plays into uh, a conversation that my wife and I have had off and on for years. And it's the difference between, when, when you consider actresses, in particular, this, this, really does, this, this conversation really is, is about actresses. The difference between beauty mm-hmm. and sexy. And when you say that someone is beautiful... That doesn't actually mean that they're sexy, mm-hmm. and vice versa. So you can have you can have actresses who can actually play that sexy role. You wouldn't necessarily you wouldn't consider them like model esque beauty. Yeah, and it's also it, it also kind of falls into the who would you rather go out with, the girl that's the stunner, or the girl that you can have a laugh with. And, you know, the, the shallow aspect of us will say, well, the stunner, because, you know. But really, I think, especially if you've got any intelligence about you, you actually want to go out with the girl who's, who's going to make you laugh. Yeah. Because that's, that's a long-term engagement right there. You, you keep each other on, on your toes. Yep. And you've got, especially, oh, some wit. Oh, I, get, I, I give great wit. Um, so when so the crazy thing about all of this is crazy uh, uh, look at that look at that but uh, yeah there you go is who's sexier Margot Robbie's who is a real person and she's very beautiful Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn or the animated version of Harley Quinn that Arlene Sorkin uh, voiced and I would say that's actually the sexier one that's the Harley Quinn that I would actually like to get to know. That's how that character became so popular. If that character had begun with the Margot Robbie Suicide Squad thing, I don't think there would be any longevity to that character at all. Hmm. I really don't. I agree. I think that's and my second, my second point and I, um, um, is this, and I'm reminded of, again, Mandela Effect time. I think... I think it was Maxim magazine, but I could be wrong. I probably am. This was years ago. They put forth a question. It's some men's magazine. They put forward a question. And the question was this. Who is sexier? We're not talking about beauty. We're talking about sexy. We're talking about I would like, you know, in, in, the, in the common parlance, I'd tap that. 
I believe that's what the cool kids are saying these days. Is that, is that what it is? I, believe what, that, I, I don't think I don't, they are. Either. I'm not sure. What does that well, mean Well, it certainly exactly? isn't stupping. No. I'll tell you that. Because, you know. It might be. Unless you're Mel Brooks. You're, you're not. Okay. And it was who is, in your, in your opinion, and I'm going to put this to you, gentlemen, and you better tell the truth. Who do you think is sexier? Here we go. Ready? Raquel Welsh in One Million Years B.C., you know the famous picture. They used it in Shawshank Redemption. There's Raquel with the little fur bikini thing. You know, she's she's sexy and she's gorgeous and she's fighting dinosaurs. Or Julie Andrews as Mary Poppins. Now, I'm going to leave that with you, gentlemen, for just a second. I might even hum the Jeopardy theme while you're considering your answers. No, that's no. okay. So, do you have an answer? I do have an answer. I'm interested in your answer first. I'm, pro- I'm probably going to go Raquel Welch. You're going to go Raquel Welch. Okay. Something about fighting dinosaurs. Something about fighting dinosaurs. Okay. Luckily, I'm pretty sure my wife will never listen to this. So, I, I, at first, There's I was no- like, you're completely safe because yeah. Yeah. you're not married. But this is a safe place. Judgment free zone. Nobody's going to hear. No exactly. one will know. And anyone who is isn't going to tell. Yeah. Because... You know, Lord knows Angela won't listen to it. So um, I, I think I'm, I'm also Raquel Welch. Okay. On that one. Like not the Julia. Like pure sexiness. Definitely Raquel Welch. Okay. So. Do, do you feel like we answered raw? Oh, wait. Here's a punchline. Here you go. <laughs> the results of this question to the readers, interestingly enough, because you had to kind of explain your answer as okay. well. Okay. Was Julie Andrews as Mary Poppins? And the those are some twisted. No, no, it's better than that. It's better than that because when it comes to Raquel Welsh, one million years BC, you see everything you're going to get. She is scantily clad. There's no mystery. It's all there. She is prehistoric dinosaur fighting woman. When it comes to Julie Andrews, and, and I'm, I can't quote this exactly because it's been years, but I, I'm close enough to land to land it, okay, to stick the landing. One of the responders said, no, 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 it's Julie Andrews is Mary Poppins. Because you know, under all that tight, <laughs> constrictive Victorian outer garb, she's wearing some freaking hot lingerie. And she... <laughs> will be the one to help the medicine go down. She's got a saucy side <laughs> to it. And I remember reading this like, yeah, actually, yeah. You know, she, she, you know she's, she's great with the kids during the day. She's great at cleaning up. She's presentable. She's respectable. You can, you know, uh, Lord and Lady McBlah, blah, blah, have just come in. Oh, hello, this is Mary Poppins. She is our children's, you know, nanny. Mary this Poppins. is wonderful. And then at night, it's... That, those clothes come off, and you know, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there's a saucy side to her. And again, it's do you want the girl who's gonna, uh, you know, is is the arm candy, or do you want the girl who's gonna make you laugh? And, and if you're lucky, you get both. Now she does. She does have great wit. She's Mary Poppins has great wit. She's got an umbrella that flies. She's got a the, fabulous singing voice. Yeah. And she can make cartoon penguins yeah. whenever she wants. Yeah, that's, right. that's it. So that works out. The um, 
So there, there are some pros here. My apologies to anyone who is even remotely offended. You can uh, email me your complaints at uh, Steve St. James. We're also Thank you for dropping in on the Multiverse Podcast. Please subscribe and give us a rating on your favorite podcast site. It makes a big difference to a new cast like ours. If you'd like to find us in person, our brick and mortar store is the Multiverse in Hearst, Texas. If you'd like to find us online, we're at www.multiverse.shop. See you next time.